Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. What up, what up? Welcome to the No Empire Podcast. I think I, I got to come up with a new intro. Nah, nah, nah. The people don't like change. I don't like that one. Yo, stay regular. Degular. I'm all about variety, man. Keep, nah, switch nah, it up, nah, son. Nah, nah, nah. Switch nah. it up, son. People don't like switching up, gee. People are accustomed to... Uh, what is sh- what I should say tradition not tradition um habits know, habits people like the same old things man mm. people don't, don't like change yeah people don't like change we don't switch nothing up yo 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 ha- say it again what up what up what up what up welcome to the yeah you don't really you're the only one that could do that man I can't say it like that what up what up what up what up yeah after saying like it f- fifty times it's <laughs> 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 just you know. Yeah, it's supposed to roll. It's supposed to be be natural. Yeah, and I walk into the house, see my wife, I'll be like, what up, what up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. That's a joke. Oh, man. She look at me like I'm crazy. She already look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you just, she gonna look at you like you're more crazy. I'm more crazy. Mm-hmm. more crazy. What Listen, up, Marcus's wife? I'm suave. Is she watching? <laughs> Shout out. She's always watching. Yeah, that's a serious ice group in that. <laughs> why would he try to Look balance at it? Damn, you an accident waiting to happen. <laughs> like, why are you doing and that? And we ain't gonna edit it neither. Oh, hopefully the camera don't pan on me while I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna tell Nate. Yo, that thing look like an iceberg. Word oh, is that. <laughs> Son, it's hot out in these streets. Yo, anybody hit the streets? Nah, B. I might hit the streets. I might hit the streets tomorrow. When I say that, I'm talking to you two guys. Those streets as well. I'm trying. Remember that song? I think I'm gonna hit the streets tomorrow. Remember Onyx said that a long time ago, B. Onyx said we got we got streets. We got set a day where we hit the streets, man. Yo, we gotta get we gotta get a weekend. You know, where everybody's available. Summer's almost done, B. Yo, this nah, yeah, this uh, this summer's yeah. going by quick. It's yo, over, I'm going, yo, you got a month left, dog. While y'all playing games, you know I'm going to Vegas in September. Wow, <sighs> I think we gotta do that little Vegas flex. Y'all should baby. come to Vegas. I haven't booked my trip yet. I've been there. Already. I booked the CE, but I didn't book the room yet. So let me know. Yo, Vegas is like it's a, cheap out it's, there. Son. It's an adult great adventures in the middle of the desert. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Vegas. What, what's 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 the what's the date? September. Um, yes, it's uh, Labor Day week. Damn, I'm leaving leave Sunday. Through. Nah, through. nah. You know, you know why? Cause I'm 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 gonna be on vacation that last week of August, coming back before Labor Day. Oh. Okay. And there's a big event. Uh, yeah, I won't be on work. Weekend. Yeah. So Ralph, it's that weekend I of need Labor an accountability Day. Accountability partner, bro. You got the Holy Spirit. No, no, no. I need a real one. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know, like a human being. Whoa, 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 A human whoa, whoa. being. God, he's sorry. I apologize for him. Yo, you just got to let him go sometimes. <laughs> well, all right, guys. Let's close out in prayer. <laughs> God, I'm, Lord, you know I, what I meant, Lord. I'm interceding for him. He didn't I need one that it. could wrestle me away from the roulette whoa, table or something whoa, like that. You know whoa. what I'm saying? He, I, he didn't mean it, Lord. Lord, I'm praying. Let me pray for him. Let me intercede. Right? Let me Abraham right now. <laughs> I intercede for my brother. He didn't mean none of that. <laughs> Your Holy Spirit is enough. No, honestly, if I didn't, I would. I would have went. If nobody want to no, show filthy, no love. No, just, if we got any, any, any anybody out know. there in Vegas first week in September? Holla at your boy. You boys. got Dave. first week. All right. Ain't Dave in Vegas? Yeah, Dave. yeah. yeah. Dave you know Dave? In Vegas. You know Dave? Yeah. You know Dave? Yeah, all of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave, Dave. Dave in Vegas. Man. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I hit him up last time. Oh, you did? Yeah, he oh. drove me around. We were, 
depicts, oh, word? depicts it on oh. that. So. Oh, cool. But yeah. yeah, I don't know if I'm. Yeah, if I if I'm off, I gotta check. I gotta check my schedule. Yo, I gotta, yeah, I'm, I I would no seriously. I would have came, but <laughs> true. Got it, yeah, got it. I mean that weekend is just. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's a little okay. crazy because I'm I won't be able to take that much time off because there's something. Now, if you happening. said you was going to Texas, what's to do in I Texas? Would, I would have, I would have. Matter of fact, I'm going to Texas. When? Oh, that's that's what the trip you're going on. Yeah. Uh, I might have to roll with you. Go to Texas. Yeah, if you was going to Texas, I'll I'll finagle everything Yo, to you, go to you, Texas. You, you and see, then, you and see then that and then ain't yeah, nothing in Vegas that. for Yo, me. Marcus going with his with his wife. Don't, <laughs> don't need an accountability partner. And Mike is like, I'm coming. I'm gonna go with you because Texas is fine. is out here, Filthy's out here. Yo, just like yo, I need help. You know what I'm saying? I need help. I told you you got the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you with you. Mike you, is like, nah, you got the Spirit. Yo, you might have the Spirit. You might have to go with Filthy. Man. Nah, I don't want Mike to. You come gotta down. be like, go with Mike. God. You see? <laughs> He's like Godspeed. Godspeed. <laughs> nah, yeah, Vegas. Um, how many days are you going for? It's probably gonna be a Sunday through Thursday. Yeah, that's a long. That's time. a long time. But that's that's the length of the CE. Okay. Monday, Monday through Thursday. All right, we'll see. Yeah, you might have to. We don't. Want, we don't want our brother coming back wounded. Words. <laughs> one leg. leg. <laughs> like he's coming back from numb. Like what happened? <laughs> Uh, it's Mike's fault. Yeah, it's Mike's yeah. fault because he ain't come with me. It's always yeah, I Mike's stepped, fault. I stepped on a mine. <laughs> <laughs> I got sniped. Yo. I didn't even see the enemy come. Amalek, Amalek was around the corner. I stepped on a mine and it just blew my Yo, leg okay. off. You got. He'll come back. The enemy. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that to happen. Yeah, so we're gonna pray. We're gonna pray. We're gonna pray. All right, all right. All right, man. So uh, what we got? What we got? 20, 20, 23, 22, oh, 23, 23, one of the greatest yeah. chapters in the Bible. Ever. Top five, top five, top five, top five, top five, top five. Yeah, top five, top five, baby. Yeah, I agree with go- you, bro. That's the gospel, front and center. Yeah. And Abraham, you're talking about Abraham didn't even know. He's just living his life, and he's just being. Mm. And the thing about it, it was so. His role was obedience. His role was just obedience. God provided everything. It was like, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, da-da-da, step by step. But he had to be obedient. Mm-hmm. And each and every step that he was obedient, he was he was on center stage showing, you know, again, I think I said it last week, where he was showing, like, all the host of heaven. Could you imagine, like, him doing certain things and the God is just like, it's going to make sense to y'all. In a couple thousand years, two thousand years, <laughs> two thousand years, <laughs> it's gonna all make sense. But this is so important. This is an important part of the plan, mm. you know. But Abraham is just like I'm living my life, b. And we don't. It's just like what Hebrew says. We we have a cloud of witnesses. This walk that we're walking, we have a cloud of witnesses. Where it says all of creation is waiting for the sons and daughters of God to be revealed. You know, for for no. God's children to be revealed. Our walk right now is just like Abraham. To us, we're like, oh, we're just living our lives. But when we get to the kingdom, it's all going to make sense. You know, and and all the witnesses, you're thinking about just the host in heaven. When they get to, they're going to be like, when we're revealed in glory, it's going to be like, oh, that's when, when Angelo did that and Mike did that. Oh, it's the same God, B. Mm, mm, It's the same God. So. That's why, you know, I think that's a top five chapter because 
Abraham had to be obedient, but he didn't know. He didn't know that he was acting out what God was going to do, Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, great point. <clears throat> the test, I'm testing, <laughs> testing of the faith, you know, and, and um, we all go through it minute by minute, second by second decisions. Mm. Um, we should always choose uh, Jesus, choose what is right, um, walk in faith. Yeah, but, you know, a great um, commentary on this chapter. No, no, not this chapter. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm in last week. What, chapter Galatians. 22? Yeah, no, Galatians is 21. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I got nah, that. Nah, nah, Hebrews. Hebrews is a good com- commentary. You Hebrews. brought it out last Hebrews, week. Yeah. Hebrews, yeah. There were so and many Romans, great points yeah. of just, you know, um, Abraham considering himself dead. You know, Sarah's womb, him, he's con- he was considered dead. dead. Or mm-hmm. even um, bringing his son up there, he knew that God would bring him back to life because he yeah. was already committed to offering him up like a burnt, you know, as, as a burnt offering. But he, his faith was that God was going to bring him back. And, right. you know, that, that was just all the foreshadowing. <clears throat> but his faith. So that's, you know, you would consider that that's the act where it's like official Cause it's like God said it where he's like, Oh, now that you fear me, yeah. you know, and I know cause you was going to sacrifice your only son is like, I think that was the, I think that moment it was official. You're the father of faith. That's that act is like, yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, no, I agree. I think that was that, just the point. Yeah. I mean, it was building up to that, but I think that was yeah. the point where it was like, so would official. you, would you consider that the greatest act of faith when we're thinking about the, old prophets you know the the men and women of the bible would that yeah. stand out as so. oh yeah 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 the yeah. greatest act yeah. of faith yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i think okay. so and one of the things i like um in verse 16 when he says uh like what exactly what you guys talk about when he said um then the angel of the lord called to abraham a second time out of heaven and said by myself i have sworn says the lord because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son your only son Right. And it just made me think of Romans um, 8.32, where he goes and he says, right, I'm going to just read it for you. He says, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? So you see in the comparison of like, yo, Abraham did not withhold his son. And he said, and the same thing, God the Father did not spare his son. Right. So we've seen this great parallel, and I think that is the greatest act of faith because he did not withhold his son because all of it was pointing to the cross, yeah. this entire thing. That's why I think this probably was the greatest act of faith, and that's why he's known as the father of faith mm-hmm. because it all pointed to the cross, which is the main center you right. know, of this whole, you know, the redemption story through the scriptures for us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we spoke about that that experience, that act playing out, that act of faith playing out and, and real on the stage of history. Mm. Um, and the Lord also said, also said, I know that you fear God, mm. right? Um, fearing God is obedience to the revelation of his moral will, right? Whether it's through your conscience conscience 
whether it's through his word, right? Um, and recognizing that you're going to bless those that obey and you're, those that don't obey is death because mm. God controls that. Mm. And that's, that's the fear of God, right? You, you, you get this revelation and you obey this, this thing that's revealed to you. Mm. And that was the life, right? Because he also said, I know that you fear God. And I, because you do fear God, this faith was able to play out on this stage and God experienced it, right? Because mm. we go back to chapter 15, Abraham is righteous. Like Abraham was good six chapters ago mm -hmm. where God already declared, like you're standing in front of me is right. So, um, you know, Angelo, you brought that point up last week and it's that, that yo, you f like, yo, you're really about this. You know what I'm saying? And just, you know, I was just looking at that definition for fear God, right? Do you fear God? Mm -hmm. So are the things that are revealed to you through the word, through your, like some people probably don't even read this book, but there are things that you're doing where your conscience will tell you like, yo, nah, this is wrong. Nah, you shouldn't do that, right? That revelation, that general revelation that everybody had, that stealing is wrong. Murder mm -hmm. is wrong. Mm -hmm. You don't need a book. Like a child know when a child steals something, they know they did something wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And being obedient to that revelation, right? So we're seeing, um, uh, you know, James talk about it, right? We're seeing your faith play out in your acts, right? Faith without works. Mm -hmm. Abraham's works is because of his faith. Right. And, right? rooted in that fear because I know who you are. You hold life and death in your hands. You're the judge, Sodom and Gomorrah, um, all of that, right? And then the Lord is like, yo, this guy, call of faith, father of faith, because, yo, this is dope. It played out. But back in 15, like, yo, you was, always, you was good. So when I'm thinking about it, none of this is really, this doesn't depend because that promise that covenant isn't dependent on abraham's acts right because we saw he messed up after that yeah, and then right. the lord always jumps in and he fixes it right oh you're about to jeopardize you put your wife in this compromise yo yo and the lord jumps right in he fix it but we still see the lord sanctifying him developing his faith and walking with him and you know what i'm saying and then Abraham is is discovering new names for God and growing deeper right. in his relationship, mm -hmm. which is broadening and deepening his worship, right? So it's just dope that the story didn't end after 15. It just kept right. on going. Right. Right. And the relationship kept on getting deeper still. And then, you know, the Lord says this, like, right. man, I experienced it. Who knows what, right? Just like you hear about the prayers, it's like this sweet, um, smelling aroma who knows what you know these great acts of faith how the Lord experienced it right. yeah, he was pleased like it right. says it's, it's impossible to please God without faith yeah. so 
you he's ecstatic like seeing these acts of faith that's how you know the scripture says he's pleased like, please, imagine the lord being pleased yeah, very yeah. pleased you know what i'm saying and yeah. it says you know all these things were for our learning mm-hmm. like the lord sees the bigger picture you know so could you imagine even this story getting passed down throughout generations of this act of faith of their father abraham and you know people are just using that as a, a a point of yeah i gotta have faith like like abraham had faith like you know this act it you it got carried down you could tell from generation to generation to generation to generation like this was this was big yeah, this he was, was that pillar yeah in the nation of israel that abraham abraham you know what I'm saying? Yep. yeah no that's dope no that's that's amazing because um you just saying that shows is that even if he didn't do this. It was all based on, you know, he already set that promise in play that I'm going to, I called you, I, I'm going to call your seed through Isaac and through Isaac, we're going to have Jacob and through Jacob with the 12 tribes of Israel and then through Judah and then the right. Messiah would come. So even if he blundered, it wouldn't have mattered because it's all based on his faithfulness. Right. But this wonderful act of his faith and that deeper relationship ended up bringing out this greater blessing than and that specific deeper relation brought out this gospel message he got a glimpse into the future of what god would do in this redemption process process of the you of humanity yeah so that act he got the greatest blessing yeah. if he didn't do it yo he would have lost that blessing of seeing right. you know revelation. the revelation of that yo this is what this is all about like your seed being born, that is going to lead to this in order for me to save humanity. And so that's powerful. And it's like what we were, every time he, he got to a certain point, God was revealed to him and he brought out a name. Right. Like El Shaddai and, mm. you know, this is where the Lord provides. This is where the Lord this, this is where the Lord that. And it's like the last book of the Bible is the revelation of Jesus Christ. So, you know, that whole book is about revealing who Christ is. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you think it's just a revelation of prophecy and about things to come. No, the book is centered around revealing that Jesus Christ is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. His kingdom is coming. Like that's mm-hmm. what the book is about. And it's the last book of the Bible because that's what the whole point of everything is to reveal who Jesus Christ mm-hmm. is to mankind. And we're seeing abraham getting all these instances in his life he's like oh you're the god of (laughs) you know it's getting revealed to him jesus christ is being revealed to him you know step by step through his life and and i feel like those are just so i think that's the, the 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 most important part of the books when he gets to those points and he's like oh you're the god that provide oh you're the god that it's mm. always about Jesus Christ being revealed to you. That's why we read the word of God. Right. You know, it's like, that's why Christ was like, you think in, in this book you find life? No, that, that book is referring to me. Like, it's all about me. Like, that's what Christ was constantly always trying to tell people. No, I'm revealing myself to you. This mm-hmm. is who I am. I am the bread of life. I am the water. I am the light. I am the, that's what our relationship with yeah. God is about. It's always right. about him revealing who he is. Right. When we're in the kingdom, we're going to be in there thousands and millions of years and God is going to be revealing right. himself. Right. Like, he, this is who I am. And yeah. you know what's dope? It wasn't exclusive to Abraham. Right. 
because as we read Hagar, God revealed himself to her, mm -hmm. right? And we're thinking about Hagar. She's a pagan. She was a slave, yeah. Egyptian. And then she said, the God who sees. Right. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Right. So you see that same grace that, mm -hmm. um, yeah, Abraham, I, I have a covenant with you. We have a deal. We have a pact. You're my guy. And through you, this is how this mission is going to go. But he's the same relational God that want relation with everybody, mm -hmm. right? And then we see Hagar had the same experience where after, right, this angel dealt with her that we know was a Christophany, that we know mm -hmm. as Christ, mm -hmm. she said, same thing that Abraham yeah. would say, yo, the God who sees, yeah. mm -hmm. right? And then, yo, we don't really hear nothing about Kalmati. <laughs> she was no more, no more acting up. Right, right, right. right? right. I think she got the peace. She right. got the grace in her life mm -hmm. and now she has a relationship with this god who sees because he revealed himself right? listen man you when you encounter god you're gonna it's gonna have an effect on you yeah it's either gonna harden you or it's gonna soften you up yeah. right and there's instances in that in the bible like yo you meet god you're gonna go in one direction or the other fast <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna sure. stay the same. Yeah, yeah. You gotta make a choice. You gotta make a choice. Make like a when choice. you encounter God, yeah. right? And I think all of us have testimonies. Yeah. We went right. There's some people that you encounter God and you go left. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was thinking about it before. I was like, yo, you encounter God, you gotta get me. I was like, no, there's some people that encounter God and they went the other way. Right. Harder. It's Pharaoh. Right. Like Pharaoh. Each right. plague. God was revealing, his like, son, I'm right. greater than this God. You see this God that y'all worship for? And in his heart, he yeah. just got harder. harder. The, the, harder. The, right. Yeah. And you, like he says, you I was know, thinking of Judas. You was walking with God, right. but your heart just got harder mm -hmm. and harder. Mm -hmm. So it's it has that effect. But, you know, we kind of see, you know, you know, again, I think about the woman in the well back in John. Mm -hmm. You meet God, and then your life change. Right? You discover this name. And then this relationship starts, you know. Hagar was the same way. And I think you mentioned it one of the episodes, like, you know, people are blinded. You know, it's like what the scripture says that, you know, the, the ruler of this world has them blinded. Yeah. But when God reveals himself, as, and that's what it is. It's a revelation of who God is. Mm -hmm. You know, God is God has always been these things. He's always been who he is. But it's about him revealing himself to you and when he does what do you do what do you do right. with it? Yep. you know so it's not like it's something new like oh no yo god is new nah god is the he's been here forever he's always been but when he reveals himself to you like we're seeing with abraham step by step with hagar with all these people he's revealing himself to you how do you react do you react with oh this is the god that sees this is the god that hears this is the god that provides or like you said it's you turn your, you, you, you get hardened. You get hardened, you know, yeah. you know, One of the other things I, I like also where this can be twofold, because you, you, uh, I don't know if you, you probably guys have read that book, Tozer, when he, uh, I forget the pursuit of man or the pursuit of God. Yeah, yeah. And he talks about this whole experience with Abraham and Isaac, and he was proclaiming how, you know, uh, Isaac was on the throne of Abraham's heart because right. this is the seed he's always been waiting for. Yeah. So yeah. that was a, a a moment for like, yo, he can't be the throne of your heart. God has to always be on the throne of your heart. So I had to give you that test. You know what I'm saying? To show, so yeah. you're not supposed to have anything above God. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? So, and that just also made me think just the whole idea that at this point, he finally got his promise. Like, yo, God revealed the promise. You got it. This was what he was telling you that you're going to have the seed. You're going to be a father of a multitude and through Isaac and all of this things happening. So he's like, yeah, I got the promise. But then this comes with this test. Mm. All right. It's like, it's not about the promise. It's about the promiser. Mm. It's yeah. about me. Yep. It's about me. All so yeah, time. you could cherish the promise. Yeah. You could cherish that, but you got to get rid of the promise. And you look at me, the promiser, the giver. And not just that's the crazy. gift. That's crazy. And you that's know what the I'm hard saying? Part. That's the hard part. That's the hard yeah, part. Yeah, like just uh, my, my testimony, and, and you guys know a couple years ago I was engaged. And and I, you guys know that I look forward to that, the covenant of marriage. And I thought that this was the one. And, um, you know, the Lord was revealing little by little that it wasn't. But he still gave me that option of going forth, marrying her because she was a Christian or or waiting, or, you know, and, and God made it so clear to me and the choice, you know, when I finally broke it off and gave it to God, mm. like that, that was my Abraham Isaac moment where I sort of gave, I gave that, that desire to be married to God. Cause I could have had it, you know, but that wasn't the, that wasn't the promise. Right. And when I gave it to the Lord, there was just a weeping and it wasn't because of the relationship. It was because I almost had that promise that I was looking forward to so long. Mm. There was I, there, there was an inner weeping that like I've never wept before. And then God just over these last two years has been using me to do certain things in, in ministry that I would not have been able to use to do if I was in that relationship. And like mm. you said, it's about him. And there was still more things that I needed to do, you know, to glorify him. And he saw so when I gave that up to him like he elevated me in a way spiritually and it was just such a beautiful um you know just season for me you know mm. just to, to to be so close to have something that i wanted but then to give it to god you know knowing that it wasn't right mm. you know and he wouldn't have been mad at me if i if i still went and, and elected to do it but right. you know he blessed me because i i, I sacrificed it and i put it on the altar and i stamped right. it <laughs> you know right. so i just that that's my abraham isaac moment in in my young walk with the lord and it, it's just beautiful how the lord does that you know those tests amen 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 all right so um yeah let's go to chapter 23 right sarah Yo, man, I think you could just rinse this whole chapter. <laughs> nah, B. Let's, let's, let's you got to stop? You got to stop where? This chapter's a good chapter, B. I tell you, B, Abraham is, son, the way he be delegating, dog. Yo, the respect I got for this man, the way he deal with his neighbors, mm -hmm. dog, that's how we got to move. Like, he's just, he's so noble, B. Like, his, his, he's on another level. But so what you think? Uh, what you think? Let's go. One to what? We could go. Tell me, tell me, tell me. I don't think Abraham's that noble though. Like Mike, right. Mike's on some. Go next to level. go to um no problem. Go to uh go to nine. Sarah lived one hundred and twenty-seven years. These were the years of the life of Sarah. So Sarah died in Kerjath Arba, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham came to mourn for Sarah, and to weep for her. Then Abraham stood up from before his dead and spoke to the sons of Heth, saying, I am a foreigner and a visitor among you. Give me property for a burial place among you, 
that I may bury my dead out of my sight. And the sons of Heth answered Abraham, saying to him, Hear us, my lord, you are a mighty prince among us. Bury your dead in the choicest of our burial places. None of us will withhold from you this burial place that you may bury your dead. Then Abraham stood up and bowed himself to the people of the land, the sons of Heth, and he spoke with them, saying, "It is, If it is your wish that I bury my dead out of my sight, hear me, and meet with Ephron, the son of Zohar, for me, that he may give me the cave of Machpelah, which he has, which is at the end of this field. Let him give it to me at the full price as property for a burial place among you. Mm -hmm. So Sarah lived to 127 years. So she had um, Isaac at what? 90? 90. 90? I think it was 90, right? Uh -huh. Yeah, like 90, 91. Cause yeah. He was 100, so right? Isaac yeah, was, so. so Isaac was 37 when she died. Mm -hmm. Around there, yeah. So she she lived a nice long age. You think she still looked bad when she was dead? The snap game. You think the snap game was still tight wow. at one twenty? Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm asking. I'm just saying, like, was she like this, and people were like, "Yo, I'm gonna take her for my harem." Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you, yo, I'm gonna show you something. You know, you know, you know Some why? Ed, Ed Kyle and Poe Bizzo. <laughs> <here. laughs> oh. oh man. I'm just asking. Mike thinks she bad and bad and bad. I'm gonna tell you something. You know, reading this, what? I realized one thing: what made Sarah so bad. One thing about Sarah, like they don't record nobody else's death as far as women. Yeah. Like Sarah, there was something the Lord recognized about Sarah mm -hmm. that was real. I'm gonna read a scripture for you. First uh, Peter three. It says, "Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands." Mm -hmm. That even if some do not obey the word, they without the word may be won by the conduct of their wives. When they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear, do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather let it be hidden, rather let it be the hidden person of the heart within the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is very precious in the sight of God. For in this manner, in former times, the holy women who trusted God also adorned themselves, being submissive to their own husbands. As Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are if you do good and are not afraid with any terror. Listen, listen. <laughs> Yo, you stupid. Yo, you probably I probably got a stupid. <laughs> Yo, you know how many <laughs> You know how many Yo, you want you know how many suck teeth? <laughs> and I knew the suck teeth was coming. I was like, "Lord, you want me to share this?" Cuz when I was reading this, I was like, I'm listening. I'm like, "Yo, yeah." Cuz when I was reading this, I was like, the Lord, he he shows your Sarah died, and he don't talk about no other woman's death. Oh, Sarah man. is the only person that he talks about her death, right? Like it was a big thing and to the Lord. Age, yep. he, he recognized it, and then I thought about this scripture, and when I went back and read it, I was like, "Yeah, Sarah was a looker, but there was something about her being, her conduct, the way she carried herself." Yo, B, this was a woman. 
This was a woman woman. And and you you saying that right now, the look always got a reaction from the nations. Mm. Like Abraham was scared that the nations would kill him because of how she looked. Right. Mm-hmm. The outside, right? Right. The the carnal part. That just popped into my head while you're saying that. Mm. But the word of God describes the inner. Inner. Right. The inner beauty. That's what mm-hmm. that's what's important. Right. You know what I'm saying? That that's a great point. Yeah, and it was yeah. right. And to see that, you know, and it just says how, you know, Abraham mourned her. You know, that was his wife. And I thought about just, you know, how we grieve as Christians. You know, this it, it says that what what it says. It says he mourned her, he cried it says he wept and to weep for her. Then Abraham stood up for before his dead and spoke to the sons. No, before that, it says, um, came to the morn and Sarah and and to weep for her. Mm. Like this guy, he was mourning, he weeped, he cried. Like this was his wife. And, you know, I just, you know, just as believers, you know, you lose your husband, you lose your wife. Like nobody can tell you how to mourn. You know, a lot of times, you know, you, you'll see certain believers and they'll be like, or just see certain people it's like, oh, they're not crying, or they're not in thing. You don't know that. Everybody mourns differently. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody grieves differently. Like, there's no, there's no right way to grieve. Like, God doesn't give us no blueprint on how to grieve. You know, and it's all right to grieve. It's all right to mourn. Like, you're seeing a man as noble as Abraham, just a man of faith and all of that. But that sting of death, mm-hmm. it still affected him. You know, he broke down, but... Just to, uh, just going back to who Sarah was, Sarah, she, the Lord recognized her. And, you know, First Peter showed what kind of woman she was. Mm-hmm. You know, she was a woman that, you know, was her character. And Abraham mourned that. He remembered what kind of woman he had, you know, and, and, and it killed him that she passed away, bro. Nah, that's a great point. Yeah, that's a phenomenal point. Um, I like, this is this is Abraham. This is... 20 something years this is um abimelech coming with his commander right giving abraham that respect of who he is seeing him as greater or even at least an equal yeah and this guy said i'm a foreigner boom and a visitor Mm. among you big right all the riches that this guy had all the power that he had his his world view was that this is not my home. Facts. This is temporary. Yep. Right. And after the after um what he just went through, he he understood, Doug, there's nothing here that I have a firm grasp grip on. Right. Like I'm ready to let any and everything go for God. Mm-hmm. Even his possessions, even like yo, he was he was living like a, a nomad still. Yeah. Like I was, he was never settled in this where he was in the land, right? Because you know what I'm saying, and and that's just the way he addressed it. He could have been like, "Yo, I'm Abraham of da 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 da." He didn't even say that. He was like, "Yo," and he came to them, and he he's like, "Yo, my wife's dead. I need I need a place to bury him." Yeah, yeah. I'm a foreigner. This is so we see again him being that how he's treating his neighbors. Um. 
humbling himself. Verse 7, it said he bowed himself. Mm. Right. Very humble, right? You've seen that picture of a of a godly yes. of a godly man. Yep. Right? Mm. I got I got the power. Y'all heard about the five kings, the battles. Right. Y'all heard about all of that. Y'all know right. who I am. They, they seen you. The Hebrew, they call them the Hebrew. Mm-hmm. You seen me grow. You seen that the Lord, right? They come to him, be like, yo, the Lord is with you. Yo, let's make a deal. No beef. We good. So seeing all of this, and it's funny how he addresses them. Like, yo, I'm a foreigner mm. and a visitor among you. Mm. Right? Just that humility. And he's coming to them coming to them and pretty much saying, yo, I need a burial place for my wife. Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this, 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 yeah. yeah, now I just wanted to, imp- and God had promised him all this land. Yeah. You know, it's like all of this is yours, oh, but he still sees himself, right. like you said, as a, as a foreigner. You know, that's 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 awesome. And like you said, he has he has no nothing grips him in this world. There's nothing that's holding nothing on to him. Yeah, because he's looking for a city and builder whose builder and maker like, is God. God. <laughs> he's but, like, that's the only thing he looks forward to. Yeah. So as what are you holding on to in this world? Yep. That's gonna take you away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That point you made with Isaac. Even is the promise, even the promise gonna take you away from God and just testimony. Yeah, right. Nah, you gotta let that go. And right. that's what God, I think that final test, that was it. Like where he was like, yo, fam, I'm waiting for something greater. I'm waiting right. for something bigger. And I'm not even gonna get ahead of the Lord and try to claim mm-hmm. this land. It's promised to me. Right. Right. But I'm not gonna get ahead of the Lord. That's when it's right. time for me to get it, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, get it. it. Right. So you see the humility in him just coming to the people. And this is a classic example of Middle Eastern bargaining, which is is hilarious. The the back and forth. Mm -hmm. So so what the people kind of, you know, the people kind of recognize him and they're like, oh, no, yo, whatever you want, Abe. You know, so he was like, yo, no, we didn't even get to that part. No, not yet. He's just asking for so what he, he wants. He's asking for a particular spot, right? right? I yeah. guess the owner of it is Ephron, son of Zoar. So he wanted this particular cave, the cave of Machpelah, Machpelah, right? Yeah, he basically, what, doesn't want to bury his wife in something he doesn't own, right? Mm. So that's why he wants to yeah, own a specific right. piece of land. So he was like, Yo, yeah. what if I'll pay full price for it. Yeah, you don't want it for free. All right. So now what do they say? Let's go uh let's go ten to eleven. Now ten and eleven. And one quick thing, it's interesting that with all this money he had, he's never bought any other property. This is the only thing that he buys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the he only didn't <laughs> necessarily need it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But okay. Now Ephron yeah. dwelt among the sons of Heth, and Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in the presence of the sons of Heth. All who entered at the gate of his city, saying, No, my lord, hear me. I give you the field and the cave that is in it. I give it to you in the presence of the sons of my people. I give it to you. Bury your dead. So I get the picture of like this is a council. Yeah, there was people. Like this was a big thing. Yeah, it was a big it's thing. a big thing. It's a, big it's a council. Maybe a lot of the leaders yes. are together. Because it says it was he was at the gate. At right. the gate, yeah. right? So you, you're gate. looking at authority, rulership. Mm-hmm. So this guy gets up and he was like, oh, Abe, whatever you want, Abe. Matter of fact, <laughs> I give it to you. For I'm going to give you the land. <laughs> Take it, it's yours. You'll be that's classic <laughs> Middle Eastern bargaining. Because that's not what he means. <laughs> That is not what he means. 
So, you know, that's that's the gesture. Right. right? He puts forth that gesture. Really, he wants a price for it. Of course. So right. that's how it starts. Like in the yeah. culture, they start and then the bargaining comes. Right. right. And there's other examples in the scripture where they but, just bargain back and forth. That's, that's how you're supposed to do it, though. It's yeah. respect. But they're known for bargaining. Yeah. yeah like they, they're like that culture. But that's what it's about. That's But that's like I said, it was so much respect like yeah be, i give it to you but it sounds like he's he's willing to give it to him like it's out of his heart like <laughs> yeah, a gesture, yeah, but it's nah, like nah, nah. the switch up is gonna come <laughs> <laughs> but like i said it's it's i like the way abraham handles himself right yeah like he don't just be like, ah you fugazi yo man da, 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 da. it's he understands that this is what it is and he does the back and forth but he does it with so much respect Mm, you know, just it just it just shows me what kind of man Abraham with ha, was with all this wealth and all this power. Right. So let's go twelve to sixteen. Then Abraham bowed himself down before the people of the land, and he spoke to Ephron in the hearing of the people of the land, saying, "If you will give it, please hear me. I will give you money for the field. Take it from me, and I will bury my dead there." And Ephron answered Abraham, saying to him, My Lord, listen to me. The land is worth 400 <laughs> shekels of silver. What is that between you and me? Oh, <laughs> so bury your dead. And Abraham listened to Ephron. And Abraham weighed out the silver for Ephron, which he had named in the hearing of the sons of Heth, 400 shekels of silver, currency of the merchants. So that was wow. big. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So now this guy, you know, he's like, it's, Abe is like, you know, listen, I'll, I'll pay for it, yeah. whatever you want. And this guy said, oh, oh, come you on, what's four hundred shekels between <laughs> me and you? <laughs> overcharged him, of course. Overcharged, overcharged. Him. overcharged. How, how do overcharged we know he overcharged him? Do we? Because, because the thing is, the first price that they give is not the real price. It's a bargaining. Because you guys say this him, is a bargaining. First price? No, the culture. Yeah, yeah. It's the bargaining. culture. You give the absorbent price at first, and then yeah. it starts this the bargain. bargain down. What I see go down. is Abraham only asked for the cave. Then Duke came and said, I'm going to give you the land and the cave. Abraham didn't trying, even ask for that. Yeah, so that's how he was trying to make more money but it's, by it's, giving him the, 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 but the it's land. Like, it's, it's, like ga a, it's gassing. Yeah. I'm going to gas you up. You see how yeah, he's yeah. talking? Like, What's this between me? Oh, it's only $400. It's used car sales. Yeah. 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 You see yeah. how they give you the, the sticker price, but when you get there, you, they yeah. know they oh, trying yeah. to. So they got to yeah, go ahead. They got to go over. Right. So right. that when you bargain down, they bargain you down, they be like, that's the price I want to It's probably 150. Anyway. It's probably 150 <laughs> silvers and right. he hit them with right. the 400. Straight up. Right. But if you do the research into the culture, let's make a deal. That's just how it is. Yeah, even right. even to this day, like they it's bargaining. It's let's make a deal. You know but what I'm saying? Don't think that, you don't think that there was still that reverence for his for Abraham's God? You know how the first dude Abimelech came through and was like, "Yo, God is with you." You didn't think everybody in that land knew who Abraham was? I mean, and you think they were I still think trying to undercut the dude? You know, yeah, because I mean, he don't yeah. mention his God. He just mentioned he's a prince amongst them. So it yeah. could have been Abraham's wealth, his power. Yeah, I think that's what he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He knew that he's Abraham. Business, knew. Yo, B, this is business. This is yeah, business. He's, he's like, I'm trying to hit him over the head. Yeah, I'm gonna try to flip. Yeah, but mm -hmm. it's it's just the culture. Like everybody knows, the first price you give, dog. Come on. But it's just how you start. Right. And the fact, um, I guess, yeah, let's just finish reading it. Let me just flip, finish flip, it off. Philip. Oh. Um, what, 17? Yeah. 17. So the field of Ephron, which was in Machpelah, which was before Mamre, the field and the cave, which was in it. 
and all the trees that were in the field, which were within all the surrounding borders, were deeded to Abraham as a possession in the presence of the sons of Heth before all who went in at the gates of his city. And after this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field of Machpelah before Mamre, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. So the field and the cave that is in it were deeded to Abraham by the sons of Heth as property for a burial place. So it was actually a surprise that Abraham paid paid. the four. Because everybody's expecting, and everybody's, right, right. right. Everybody's, everybody's, um, they're there to be witnesses, right? We're going to see this transaction. It's going to be on the books or whatever. But Abraham was like, yeah, dog, I'm not here to. Straight up, <laughs> yeah. I don't have the time right now. And yo. not even he's like, you'll be the yo, guap. Don't mean nothing. Yeah, he's like, you're here. Take the four. Straight up, he's like, you'll be. I'm looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. Like, I'm not holding on to I'm the not bread. Holding either. on to the bread. You want four hundred, dog? I just need to handle this business with my wife. Yeah. You know, my wife is dead. He's mourning. They open right. up that he's mourning. Yeah, yeah, B. He's mourning. He's in a state where he's just like, I'm not. Like you yeah. said, I'm not in. I'm not here for that, bro. Yeah, you're I'm here, man. Here, here, B. <laughs> here, live, live, live. Live. And Duke probably was like, 400 for real? You close the deal <laughs> right now. The close the deal. <laughs> I, I wonder if the other guys was like, yo, yo, I got a better feel. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 I'll give it to you. Yo, Abraham, come check this out. Go right check here, this out. <laughs> I got these fine gold watches. <laughs> <laughs> Remember coming uh, to America <laughs> when they stole all of their stuff? And he's like, yo, 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 I got these fine gold watches right here. Big opens up his coat. Like, yo, I got nah, but it's it's uh, and it's 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 funny how you see you know the culture how yeah. it was preserved, like just that Middle Eastern culture, the stuff that they did back then, they still do right now. Yeah, and you know, just a witness to the Word of God, like it's true. Yeah, you ever heard that joke? Which um, there was this Jewish guy, this Jewish pastor. He said, um, "The only reason Gentiles were created for is to pay full price." <laughs> to pay. Oh, you ever oh, heard that man. crazy joke? It was at one of the, it was at one of the <laughs> pastors' conferences that we right, went right, to. Right. Yeah, no, nah, they're good with money, man. And you and you know why? Like, I wondered why this whole thing was even put in the Bible. And I'm yeah. like, because this is a part. This is such a big part of life. Someone passing away, mm-hmm. and you having to bury them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always there's so much stuff that comes out in the funeral. You know, you always have family secrets come out in the funeral, and just but the funeral is there's there's always it's such a big part of life having someone pass away, a loved one pass away, and having to bury them. You know, my heart always goes out to just people who lost loved ones, and they got to go through that whole process of. You know, the body and dealing with that. That is mm-hmm. such a big part of life. And you don't understand it until you go through it. That That's such a big part of life. That's, that's, it's, it's such part of the business of life. So mm-hmm. I think that God puts it in there because he, he understands that about us as human beings. Like that's, that's something big. Like you, mm-hmm. what you're dealing with, what Abraham was dealing with having to bury his wife be. Mm. I think that's why he gives us the whole story of everything Abraham had to go through. Like mm-hmm. you, you need to find a burial plot. You got to deal with this. You got to pay you overpaying. Mm-hmm. Like that is a big part of life, bro. Mm-hmm. Like getting the money together to bury a loved one. You don't understand it until somebody is really going through it, you know, but 
it's a big part of life, B. Very big part of life. And I think God recognized that and he puts it in there like, yo, I see that about mankind. Yeah, yeah, that's I, mean, how I like I like how you guys were saying how, you know, he was a foreigner, right? He didn't own anything. He didn't even care about the money. And you, you see that so 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 much in Christianity now, man, where people just aren't sold out for the right things. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, 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 instead of being sold out for souls and for, for making disciples of all men, you know, they're worried about, you know, buying property and, and how they're going to increase the wealth and how they're just going to be able to to just live comfortably. And I'm and th- not that there's anything wrong with that, but, you know, when it's your primary goal <laughs> is to just own real estate and just to have some sort of, you know, that that was one of the main issues why I'm not, you know, <laughs> married to a certain certain person. You know, it was just the ideals of Christianity were different, you know, and to be sold out for souls, you know, that that to me, that's the most important thing. And when Mike just brought up just, the, you know, people losing family members, I lost an uncle. Uh, a, a few months ago, um, a few weeks ago, I'm sorry, and um, his health had g- declined very, very quickly. And within three days, he was in, in um, you know, uh, in, in intensive care uh, and, and he was unconscious. And, you know, mm. there was um, he was on life support and I was at work and I was told that he was on life support. But the doctor said, listen, he can't speak, but I'm sure he can still hear you. And my my, my uncle did not know the Lord. And I stopped everything that I was doing, ran to one of my little exam rooms, shut the door, and I said, put me on the speakerphone. And Mm. I went and I said, Uncle June, you are about to meet your maker. You don't want to meet him as your enemy. You want to meet him as your savior. Mm. And even though he couldn't respond, Mm. if if our hearts aren't desperate for souls, you know, Mm. on his deathbed, that's just the mercy of the Lord that he didn't die immediately. You know, he's still in the spirit realm. He still could hear. And I just say this testimony because I know I read him scripture and I know that he was able to at least make a choice. If if he didn't (laughs) elect to, you know, allow God into his heart, then that's on him. But as Christians, until the people, until they are no longer breathing, we have to be desperate for souls, man. And I, I, I don't know. I just, the Lord just wanted me to share that, just talking about losing loved ones. And, you know, guys, it, that's what's the most important thing. Not land, not real estate, not wealth, but souls. That's the yeah. most important thing as Christians that we need to be sold out for. Yeah, And, and you Great know, you, and you could see that in the character of Abraham because you saw when the whole battle with, with Sodom and the five kings, you saw that it was like it was the battle for souls. And he was like, yo, I'm here to save these souls. Mm-hmm. I'm here to save these people. And you know, and and that's my focus. And then you see him here with the property. He's like, "Yo, here, I'm not, I'm not gonna play this game with you." But when he came to battling, he's like, "Yo, I'm going all out right, because right. I'm gonna deliver the the souls in this thing because my 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 nephew's there, and I'm gonna deal with that." Mm. But over here, he's like, "Take the loot." Yeah, yeah it didn't mean and, anything. And what happens when you have that attitude? You'll be the right. Lord just give you more. Yeah. Right, mm. right. He's the guy that provides. Yeah, that's what he just got revealed to him. Like you, right. you, and you see this guy making bad decisions, mm-hmm. and then he comes out on top. Yeah. Right, right. Like you're right. the one that messed up, and you're the one that, right, unknowingly, whatever the case, you know, even when you look at Egypt and Pharaoh and Abimelech, they, they, the things that they did, they weren't aware of it. Mm. But you ended up losing, and this guy ended up gaining. Mm-hmm. Like the Lord is always gonna provide and give mm-hmm. you more. And I, and I think that's what happened. I think that last revelation of the Lord being 
He's like, this is the God that provides. Yeah. Mm. This was, you'll be, he's like 400. That's it. It started when God is going to provide B. Right. It started with even when, with lot, with the land. Right. right. Take the land. Take the, take, right. take the best piece. Yeah. That's right. how he was. Right. With your eye. What looks good in your eyes, mm-hmm. you'll take it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another instance where he was, yo, he didn't hold on to anything. But right. I think ultimately the last thing was that son. Right, and he had to let go of those, yeah. or he had to go through that exercise. Right. After that, it was yeah, dog. There was nothing left. God is gonna provide, B. Yeah. I think he that last revelation out, yeah. of who God was, he was able. That's why this, you know, this plays a part. And again, like I said, as we read through Genesis, God always points out the burial, you know, just the burying of people, you know. Mm-hmm. And though we gotta pray for you know believers who are still dealing with um losing husbands losing wives losing children because mm-hmm. it's that that's something that it takes so it takes time mm-hmm. and and I don't want nobody to feel like you know you should just get over it like if you if you you're mourning it's all right to mourn right you know because God recognizes it and throughout throughout Genesis he recognizes everybody who dies and the whole process of burying them and he recognizes that, bro. That cave was where um, Sarah was buried, Abraham, mm-hmm. Isaac, I believe Jacob, Jacob, mm-hmm. Leah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that he? Rebecca. Do you think Rebecca. that this this buying was him? And maybe that that was up? the site of the um, Muslim dome. The Muslim dome, yeah. That's the site of the. Burial. Do you think he, him buying this? Maybe he was. He understood. This is the land that God has given me. Maybe I could get a foothold in it by just buying up a piece of it. I, I think he wanted, he want, I'm not saying he was going before God, but just understanding the promise of God, he knew yeah, he wasn't yeah. going to come in and just take it. No, he could have went to war and took it, but he was just like, this is this the is, place that we're going to be. Yeah. This right. is the place that we're going to be. So I'm going to buy a piece. Who, who requested, um, Jacob, right? He went up to Egypt hmm. and he said, yo, when I die, yeah go back take me back yeah and bury me over there so they understood the promise of the land but yeah uh you know that was a good prayer and i think you should lift that up in prayer when we're talking about people that lost loved ones you know so as you close us out just lift that up in prayer because i think it's it's really poignant right now yeah definitely uh father god we just come before you lord and we lift up just anybody who's um lost a loved one lord lost lost a husband lost a wife lost a child, lost a mother, mm-hmm. a father, a sister, just um, anybody who's lost a loved one, Lord, and who's grieving right now. As we read about Abraham, he, even though with all the wealth and everything he had, Lord, he knew what was important, and his wife was very important to him, and he, he wept. And there's nothing wrong with grieving, uh, Father God. You've given us grieving, um, Lord, just to deal with the, the sting of death, mm-hmm. Lord, and we know. Um, how hard that is, Lord. So anybody who's um, suffering right now, or I should say just grieving and mourning, Lord, be with them, comfort them, Lord, reveal yourself to them. Lord, if they don't know you, uh, Father God, reveal yourself to them. Reveal that you are the God of the living, Lord, and if we put our faith and trust in you and your son and his sacrifice, Lord, that, um, yeah, we might suffer this thing of death, Lord, but there is going to be life after that. Amen. Lord, there's going to be a day of resurrection, Lord, and there's going to be a day where um, there there will be no more death. Mm. There will be no more this thing of death or um, 
being separated forever lord so lord we just our hearts go out to anybody lord right now that is really um going through that that might have just lost a loved one or even still grieving from a um a, a loved one that they lost lord we we mourn with them lord and we know that your heart breaks even more lord that every time you see someone pass away lord mm -hmm. so um father god we thank you just for your word lord we thank you for going before us and revealing yourself to us um, every time we open your word, Lord, you are so faithful, Lord, and just leaving these examples for our lives. In the name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.